Welcome to the Lutheran Church Planter, a podcast exploring the theology, philosophy, and practice of planting new Lutheran congregations. I'm your host, Andy Coyle, Church Planter and Director of Home Missions for the Association of Free Lutheran Congregations. And today I just want to give you a very brief episode to talk about a really beautiful topic and a beautiful issue, especially as we dive into the season of Lent. And that is the, the issue of Ash and Ash Wednesday. Of course, Ash Wednesday is the, the initial service that enters us into that walk towards the cross, walk towards the empty tomb. But it's an interesting situation because the evangelical church in America is slowly waking up from the doldrums of an ahistoric approach to Christianity. In the last, I don't know, decade maybe, uh, one has seen across that spectrum, the evangelical spectrum, a revival of certain ancient practices that were... I guess, common for God's people in biblical times as well as throughout history. And I think the the situation, and we could talk a lot about this, but people are longing for something real and something experiential, but also tied to something rooted and ancient. They're tired of the superficial. They're tired of just this sort of esoteric understanding of spirituality. I, I remember growing up hearing, and I think many of us did, just because that was the sort of the, the flavor of the church in America. It's like, well, Ash Wednesday, you don't do that. Or Ashes, why would you do that? That's, that's Catholic, or that's fill in the blank of whatever church you don't want to name. But, but that's not really a compelling argument. And that argument doesn't really work anymore. So, so let's talk about this. Why, why this service? And I'll make the argument that this is a pretty missional kind of a service. And I'm going to give you five reasons for that in a few minutes. But, you know, it's interesting because as you talk about certain services throughout the church year, right? You think of Christmas Eve, you think of Monday, Thursday service, you think of the Good Friday services. These are services that people love. There's this sort of sentimental attachment to these types of services. And not only are they special times theologically, but usually they're highly experiential services. They're very sense-inducing services. And we love that. We're wired for it as physical people, right? And Ash Wednesday is the same kind of thing. It's the same kind of service. And so I think that's why it's growing as people are starting to connect the dots a little bit as to the beauty and the purpose of Ash. And so I want to share just, I think, five overarching categories on why I think the use of Ash is something beautiful and profound and can be very meaningful. Of course, this is not a you must do this. This is not a prescriptive or anything like that. So here's the heart behind this. I just think it's one of those beautiful aspects that for the most part, the evangelical church in America has marginalized and now is waking up towards its practice. So let's talk about it. The first reason why I think it's compelling is that it's biblical. Ash Wednesday or ash usage of ash is biblical. It's all over the Bible. Esther 4, Daniel 9, Job 42, Jonah 3. Jesus talks about it in Matthew 11. Ashes are all over the place. You can't escape it. And they symbolize mourning and mortality, confession of sin, you know, we think of what God told Adam in Genesis 3, you are dust and to dust you shall return. Ash is experiential. It's messy. It's uncomfortable. It's earthy. It's ugly. And in many ways then corresponds to the weight of the issue that it represents. You know, it's just not, it's not pleasant, but that's the point. And it, and it corresponds to the weight of what we want to kind of marginalize, you know, sin, death, all that kind of stuff. We don't like talking about that. And so we don't. And yet Ash, <laughs> in this service, the usage of this, it doesn't allow us to. And so I, I would say we can make a huge biblical argument for why that Ash is a powerful, powerful, symbolic help in our spiritual lives. Another reason is that Ash is historic. It's historical. 
The early church continued using ashes for the same reasons observed in Scripture. Did they have to? No. Were, were they more saved because they did? No, of course not. But practices that help our formation and drive us closer to Christ are always good. And the use of ash is one of those, right? And so as believers throughout time, throughout the church history, uh, and even today, we're simply continuing one of the most widely used and ancient practices of God's people. And that fact in itself should give us weight to its meaning. You could do a big study on this. You could go back to, you know, Tertullian and what Eusebius talks about this all the way through the Middle Ages and just the usage of ash. It was kind of a thing, kind of a big thing. The third category, and this might be maybe a strange one, uh, at least the broader category, but ash is soteriological. Again, that word soteriology is the study of salvation. And I'm, I'm using that term broadly, not in a merit sense. So the, you theologians don't freak out a little bit. I'm not, I'm not talking about this, that ash is meritorious in our salvation. I'm just using it as a broader theological category. But let's think about justification, right? Because as we... Uh, deal with our sin as we put that ash on our foreheads and, and are reminded of our death and our mortality, the ashes very clearly demonstrate that without God, we, we are spiritually dead. And the ashes remind us of our need to repent and confess, right? To, to turn to God. It's a tangible and a visible sign of our failure to love God and as much as he loves us, right? So ash just closely connects with the reality of sin and our need but it points us to Christ. And that's the beautiful thing about Ash Wednesday is that while, while it's ugly and while it's uncomfortable and while it's maybe different than we're used to, it directly points to the good news of the gospel. Because ashes aren't smeared randomly or carelessly across our foreheads, right? They are given in the shape of the cross. And so as we are receiving ashes, we are remembering that our Lord Christ, he took on the fullness of our humanity, he that was sinless became our sin. Jesus the Christ was crucified on the cross. He was crucified for you. And he conquered death through his resurrection. He's resurrected for you. And so in doing so, Jesus Christ has taken the ashes of you, your ash, your humanity, all the ashes of your sin, your past, your present, your future. He took them, the wrath of God. He creates us new in him allowing us to live forever in his presence. We'll get to that in a second, right? And through the cross of Christ, the power of death has been destroyed. Through cross, there is life. And so this cross-shaped ash on our foreheads is a deep reminder of our sin, but a deep reminder of the good news that that sin and that death has been conquered through the death of Christ. And that, that picture of the cross ties so beautifully into our baptism too, when we are marked with Christ. There's so much here, friends. But not only with our justification, but also in our sanctification. I think Ash Wednesday deeply is tied to our Christian life, our, our walk with the Lord, as, as we are called by the word to daily die to that sin. As we are called all the time to daily pick up our cross. As we are called to live a life of repentance and faith. Right? Ash, Ash Wednesday points that out. And it's, again, a very visible reminder that we need Jesus every single day. We need his work for us every single day. We need his spirit every single day. And we are to recognize that our sin clings closely. That mortality clings closely. And we need Jesus. The fourth broader category here is that ash is missional. I don't think we talk about that that much. But let, let's think about it. 
you know, we've all seen it on Ash Wednesday. We see other people walking around with, you know, the ash cross on their forehead. And as we then consider it in, for ourselves, and as we go through this very experiential type of a service, we see others differently because we see ourselves differently. We see other people just as messed up as we are. They are the walking dead outside of Christ. And the thing about Ash Wednesday is that it forces you to deal with the reality of death. And that's not something that we like to talk about. We don't like to talk about that in the church, even though we have the best answer for it. Our, our culture is seemingly sterilized by death. We are, we are paralyzed by it. We make every attempt to avoid death. It's so uncomfortable. And we just keep ourselves doing all these things and yet fail to recognize that in reality, without Christ, we are dead men walking. Right? And that's why ashes can be so meaningful here. Because it is a physical reminder, an experiential reminder that God created all men from the dust of the earth. And that one day all men will return to the dust of the earth. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. And ashes force us to remember that we are mortal. And that person, your neighbor, your friend, your coworker, they are mortal. And yet God desires to recreate them too. The ashes of Ash Wednesday not only, not only focus our eyes on Christ, but we see others through that same lens too, in a very powerful and unique way. It's very missional. The fifth category here is, is that Ash Wednesday, the usage of ash is eschatological. We can think of eternity. As, as we deal with death, our eyes turn toward Christ and our eyes turn toward eternity. Those beautiful proclamations and promises that Christ will swallow up all death, all dust, all ash, everything. In him, there is recreation. In him, there's perfection. In him, there's beauty. And so as we are smeared with ash and as we deal with our sin, as we are reminded in a very experiential, uncomfortable kind of way, the hope we have is that this is temporary, that there will be recreation, resurrection, an eternity with Christ, come what may in this life. And all of this is tied to just something very real and experiential, ash. Do we need this? No. Is it helpful? I think so. Is it compelling? Well, biblical people thought so. Those throughout church history certainly thought so. And I, I think we should think so too. And so as you enter into the season of Lent, I would encourage you, find your church, go to Ash Wednesday. Just sit there and drop yourself before Christ, before the cross. Deal with your mortality, your sin. Let it just sit in you and marinate. And yet, and yet focus on Christ. Think about what he has done for you. Think about what he has done for others. Think about all the promises that are yes in Christ. And may that then spur you on in this season of penitence, right? The season of Lent is that we wrestle with all those things and we have our eyes fixed on Christ and that we can truly celebrate come Easter resurrection morning. Well, that's all for today. Hopefully that was just a little encouragement uh, about this season. What, what an amazing season. What a great opportunity for, for you as a congregation to lean into this season, for you as an individual to lean into this season and, and just watch and see how God will use it to form and shape you in Christ. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you next time.